Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Give it to me! Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we are all in this together. And thank goodness that we are, because if there were not occasionally a critical mass of agreement on interesting items, developments, products, and trends, we would never be able to find them and call them things. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) That is kind of the magic of It's a Thing, is like, you can have a debate about whether a thing is a thing, but no one can ever really be wrong. Nope. Right. No one can ever take away your thing. Yeah. Like, and and if you have a thing and you send it to us, it's like, oh, that could be a thing. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's there's argument about how much of a thing or where where is it? Is it an old thing, a new thing? But it's a it's it's a way to have argument and conflict, which people require for entertainment (laughs) in a safe uh, in a safe space. With, with that is true yeah i, I guess so i hadn't actually thought about that before although if we have done our jobs right we have created unity because the best things are the are the ones where somebody's like oh yeah i'm yeah because we all that's I'm yeah super that's far away in, i'm a totally right. do i don't have ralph's you're so yeah. right it's built in the unity is the is what you want to move to it's not like let's move to fight it's like no let's go from any kind of disagreement about what kind of thing to like rally behind like yes that's when you feel good yep we should totally. turn it a thing into a social network somehow i have no idea how Oh, spoiler alert. The pre-show was basically about like Twitter sucks. Facebook sucks. They're all kind of terrible. <laughs> if only our old tweets used to be so fun. If only there was some fun place to hang out and talk about stuff and then not get mad. Oh, hey, it's, it's a thing. It's yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah, because uh, what you were just talking about, it's a lot. Ooh, uh-huh, good one. And yeah. I see what you did there. That's my uh, that's my first thing. Uh, uh, again, not a new thing, uh, but I have noticed this phrase really just kind of catching on, not in a way where people are cognizant that they're like, oh, that's the new catchphrase, but everybody is saying it, mostly because mm-hmm. it is a lot <laughs> right now. Like, it just really is. Uh, but it's it's everywhere. Like, it, it, is the, it is the new way to to kind of not end, an, an end a discussion, but to just kind of put a period or an underline of like, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. That is so... Funny because I have probably said that 150 times this week and I didn't know where it came from and everybody's been saying it and you're absolutely right. And you've totally, it's one of those things that's been so ever present that it didn't even occur to me to specify it as a thing. And yet it is. It's background radiation, right? Like it just permeated the language (laughs) somehow creeping in. And I don't know where it came from, but it is the absolute perfect phrase for these times because it imparts no judgment it do, you know it doesn't um it doesn't overly empathize it doesn't try to take away it doesn't try to give mm-hmm, it's just like mm-hmm. when you're like it's basically the perfect phrase for people who are all so emotionally exhausted that they can't even really help each other out that much yeah and so they're kind of just like 
It's a lot. Yeah, it I is. I see you. Yeah. 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 It's a, it's a, it's, it's kind of like we were talking about it. Like it allows everyone to rally around, right? Like you don't even have to agree about what is a lot for right. you to agree it's that it like, is in fact a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. I wonder where it came from. I wonder if <laughs> I, the discord can tell us cause it did all of a sudden just appear. My, my sense is that it's been around for a while. Like I I've heard people say this for, for years, right? It's not new, but that it's the tool that was lying around that suddenly became really useful because you took up gardening, right? Like, God. oh, I need that thing now. I've never used it really that much. Yeah, it is the perfect phrase. <laughs> Rich, it really is, and I just keep saying it. Rich, Are you our producer, having says it's a spoken ellipsis. Oh, man, it completely is. And it's... Yes, it is also the best response to the how are you question. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the how are you question has become, you know, uh, you and I are both from somewhere in the middle of the country-ish. And it is our, I'm sure, yours also. Like, it's my reflexive instinct to go, good. Yeah. No, that is or the, like, that is the, it's it's not, this is, people are like, but, but, you know, do you really want to know how I am? No, no, these are words divorced from their original meaning. <laughs> yep. You know, like, like farewell you don't literally wishing someone to fare in any particular way you're just saying goodbye uh and what is goodbye no one knows what goodbye means anymore no one thinks about it it just means i'm leaving that's yeah how are you good those those words are just they're ritualistic now right exactly like on letter kenny how are you now good new (laughs) it's just like it's a cadence or whatever but i really want to replace good with it's a lot it's a lot yeah yeah, it is. And it's not it's not overly complainy. I mean, it is the perfect phrase for these troubled times. Right, because it doesn't require any sympathy. Mm-hmm. When you say it's a lot. Mm-hmm. When you're like, da-da-da, this and this and this and this. It's a lot. It's almost letting the other person off the hook. Like, you know, like, oh, uh, my, my, my dog has fleas and my car broke down and, and, and I'm going to the doctor to find out if I have COVID. It's a lot. It's and a suddenly lot. the person on the other side doesn't have to go, oh, my gosh. That's horrible. They can say like, yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> right. And then they can be like, me too. Yeah. Right. They're like, I mean, really, like the new how are you, you know, how are you, how, how are you, how are you now? Good new should just be like, it's a lot. It is, isn't it? <laughs> it is, isn't it? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, because what else are you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> That's when, when we meet at the It's a Thing party, uh, that will be the greeting that everyone will, uh, will go. Hey there. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it, it is. is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um. I have a a little bit of a thing check because I think it's a thing and I've seen it a bunch of times. And actually somebody who is very internet plugged in used one of these phrases in an email to me, which made me go like, oh, it's totally a thing, but I don't know why. And that thing is this discussion of alignment. Mm. And I keep seeing it come up. So, and then the alignment is, I think it came from literary, uh, Came from literary, came from the literary world criticism, of literature, the world of literature, yeah, or yeah. literary criticism, yeah, exactly, something like that. And so it's like the alignment categories are lawful good, neutral good, chaotic good, lawful neutral, true neutral, chaotic neutral, lawful evil, neutral evil, and chaotic evil. Now these all these all were popularized. They may not have originated, but they were certainly popularized by Dungeons and Dragons. Because these are the character attributes. Oh, thank you. Uh-huh. That explains why they have so much internet cred. See, this is literally like 
this is what a thing, this is a thing check in real time because I was like, people keep using this and somehow it's gotten memefied just in the last couple of weeks. Like literally as of today, I found a tweet and I've seen this one going around. It's like the book alignment chart, like lawful good is using a book ribbon. Chaotic evil is the dog ear. <laughs> and I saw that kind of going around a little bit. And then somebody, re- somebody referred to anonymous, the hacking group as uh chaotic good on the main. Mm, that could be controversial. Like, yeah. Right. And that's controversial. But, but also I was just like, where did this come from? And why is it suddenly, why is it, why does everyone seem to know it? So the D and D thing makes sense. Yeah. It's the character sheet stuff. Like is uh, your, is your elf, you know, lawful, neutral, chaotic, good. Like what, what's the personality of your character? I see. Okay. So that explains the origin and why everybody on the internet is so familiar with it. And I will, this is where I should confess that D and D is like a gaping hole in my nerd cred. Yeah. No worries. But also, I wonder what's making it come back around now. Because this book chart has been going around. Absolutely right. That suddenly, lately, I've seen this. I've seen this for sandwiches, like in the past two weeks. (laughs) 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 That's awesome. What kind of sandwich is chaotic evil? Like Like a a sloppy Joe? Uh, yeah, I can't remember what the, what the chaotic evils like. I know an open face sandwich was chaotic neutral. Like, what are you doing? That is really funny. At Porter in the discord says stranger things led to a big bump in D and D awareness. So I wonder if they talked about it there. Yeah. It might've, it might've, might've boosted the, the remembrance of it. Yeah. Uh, Cause it's also used in it because it was used in Dungeons and Dragons. It then was used in other fantasy properties and in gaming and other games would, would kind of bring it out. So yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just keep searching oh, Twitter and it's like go. everywhere just Thank in the past you, few hours. CW lung. Uh, the pop tart is a sandwich is the, is the radical sandwich anarchy. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> radical sandwich. anarchy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Yeah, apparently uh Shara Marie in the Discord says a critical role is Stranger Things and D&D kids becoming adults. But yep. D&D kids have become adults for a while. I just am trying to figure out why all of a sudden it's back. June yeah. 5th, there's one that's just like bread and how you close your bread <laughs> with a rubber band, a bag clip, a bread box. <laughs> I uh so so then the question becomes, the very important question Molly is is what are you? What alignment do you have? Okay, well, funny that you should say that because uh, I just posted on, hold on, I'm scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Why doesn't BuzzFeed have dates on their ish? Hmm. Oh, well, anyway, BuzzFeed has a quiz as of 2019. So somehow this like came back in. If you haven't heard of the alignment system, take this test to find out if you're chaotic, good, lawful, evil, or somewhere in between. I'm just going to have to take the quiz. Yeah. Uh, I consider myself chaotic neutral, but I don't know what I'd end up on the quiz. I know. I'm kind of, well, here, I'll paste it in the Discord and then everybody can take it and we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll because... do, do that on the bonus show. I'll do that afterwards. Yes. Let's totally do that afterwards because I'm kind of curious. I really want to know. Yeah, me too. Hmm. In fact, I'm going to hmm. click on that and make sure I have it open. Anyway, All I'm right. into it. I'm excited to have discovered it because it is a fun new uh, categorization system for apparently everything. And it's free. And it's free. Yeah. You don't have to spend a dime, which is Whoa. my next thing, frugality. <laughs> you are hilarious. Okay. Explain. <laughs> How is frugality a thing now versus, you know, I don't know, ever? 
so this this comes from an April 30th <laughs> Vox free. article. You tricked me. <laughs> I was like, it is. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, so there is, uh, first of all, bread butts. Do, do you know about bread butts? Like the, yeah, the end, That's the end, the end pieces? Yeah, the end of the bread. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that is kind of a thing to call the end of a bread bread butt. That's a minor thing uh, yeah. in the Pantheon. Uh, but Vox, uh, Vox's Meredith Haggerty did an article about after decades of materialism, Americans are experimenting with thriftiness for the first time. And a lot of this was because of the lockdown, right? Uh, and quoted a group chat where the author's friend Fritz said, damn, you eaten bread butt? <laughs> after Kelly told the croup chat she was planning to eat the heels of a loaf. Maybe I'll make croutons with them, she replied, unfazed by his characterization. Uh, the idea being that you have to be really desperate to eat the heels of a bre- of bread, mm-hmm. uh, that people threw them away uh, instead of eating them, which, by the way, to, to my sensibility with a Depression-era father, uh, sounded like sacrilege like you I know there were people like, throwing what? away the bread butts and not eating them what is wrong with them this is super interesting though it is indeed and also i'm gonna go ahead and validate that again a conversation i have been having over and over with various friends and didn't even identify as a broad-based thing but yes absolutely they're talking about how people are like reusing stuff in the court because it got for the for the briefest moment in time a thing that Americans are completely not used to happened, which is that it got hard to get stuff. Yeah. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, maybe I should wash my Ziploc. Like, I love the ones from Ikea. Ikea is not open. I mean, mm-hmm. I always wash my bags because Northern California is just that way. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really true. I did. I've gotten much more hardcore about food waste and like turning things into croutons. And I mean, I actually did that. And that's an example right here. Oh my God, this is, you're so right. This is totally true. And it's, it, it, this opened my eyes to the fact that I was more frugal than, than most uh, in sort of, you know, making sure I don't waste things and using things, not just from an environmental point of view, but just, you know, to save money and <laughs> to yeah. be smart, not to waste stuff. And that the lockdown, because of the difficulty for a while in getting things, because of temporary shortages and certain food items, suddenly woke people up to the idea that they needed to use what they had around. Uh, and it'll be I'll be curious if this sticks around. Like if, mm-hmm. if now that things are, are opening back up and the supply lines are open and you can get things in two days from Amazon once again, you know, will this become something that falls by the wayside because people don't have to do it anymore. I wonder too, but I do think it, I mean, it certainly sparked different kinds of conversations. Like I will say I was probably in between most Americans in that I definitely, you know, rewash my Ziplocs and I try not to waste, but the food waste was something that I noticed myself being a lot more careful about. Um, But I think there was some bit and, and the conversations would be like, you know, a friend of mine said, my grandfather, you know, she was telling me that her grandfather spent a good portion of his childhood in a bunker in Paris oh, during wow. World War II, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, yeah, my grandmother grew up like poor, like so poor that she had to drop out of school at 14 and go live with a family and work for them because her family owed them money. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Poor, poor. Yeah. Like, and that, and her, she froze everything, right? There was no, you never... There, nothing was ever past the point where you could eat it. But I, and so I think we don't have it 
internalized in the same way. But I do think there has been, if you look at the the sort of like the death of fast fashion and slow food and Mm -hmm. things like that, that maybe this was already on the rise, but that is really interesting. Yeah. And there's so many things that are identified as trends coming out of uh, the lockdown that are identified as accelerating a thing that was already there. Right. And mm-hmm. this could be one of those where we, we were already kind of headed this way. Uh, and, and, and suddenly we got, you know, forced to really adopt it faster. Right. But yeah, my, mm. my dad grew up in the thirties. <laughs> so he didn't mm-hmm. have a lot of food. Uh, they ate a lot of beans, uh, the way he tells it. And so we, I mean, throwing away food in our house was a crime. Right. If if you if you let something go moldy, uh, it, there needed to be an explanation of what happened. Like I, that, I was re- that was something I was raised very harshly on, and it stuck. Like I still feel really bad if I let something spoil. Like why didn't I get to it faster? Why didn't I make use of it? And I I didn't realize how rare that was till I read this article. Huh. That's kind of depressing, actually. <laughs> but. Let it, let it stay. Let it stay. Yeah. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's turning, maybe we're turning the corner on that. Interestingly, uh, my, my second thing is related to excess. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good counterpoint. (laughs) Which is that indeed at the start of quarantine, everyone was like, I'm, you know, working out and planting a garden and doing this and that and whatever. But, uh, now I think we've all gotten a little pudgy. And Mm. to counter it, everyone seems to be turning to the same app. And that app is Noom. Do you know about Noom? I didn't know about Noom. tell me about Noom. I'm not up to date. Speed. I mean, I haven't tried it yet, but apparently Noom has been around for a while. And it is like a health and fitness, nutrition and fitness kind of app. They say it's psychology-based evaluation you answer a bunch of questions and then it gives you various motivations. And I think there are like real person trainers and uh, it puts you in like a group. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't tried it, but I'm, I think I'm going to have to because like nine people have now told me, Oh yeah, I'm trying Noom. Oh, I like it. Cause I'm it wants to change pudge. your behaviors. Yes. Behaviors. Exactly. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you choose whether you're like trying to lose weight or just be, fit and healthy and then it gives you like nutrition tips i don't know but it is a thing and i think it's partly a thing because quarantine sloth is a little bit of the eli started playing uh, animal crossing my son and then he, he caught a fish in animal crossing the other day called a pale chub mm-hmm. and i was like i feel a little targeted <laughs> i know the pale <laughs> chubs yeah uh in I mean, fact I when you catch it it says dogs, that seems a little harsh them. Yeah, it was a little harsh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And oh. I'm trying not to waste any food, so I'm eating all the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there is that aspect of it. Sometimes. Um, uh, the Discord says that Noom is advertising all over the place, which I guess also that makes would sense. May- because, raise the awareness. Yeah. I mean, I'm just surprised that, that I mean, I have the same number of dogs. I had been working home at home the same time. I assume that alcohol may be playing a role here. Yeah. Well, increased consumption of alcohol, increased consumption of food because you're stress eating. Like there's all kinds of reasons that yeah. that it could cause people during the lockdown that, that aren't exercise related. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going anyway. through this new demographic profile and it starts with a lot of like, what are your goals? What do you want to get mm-hmm. out of this? You know, what kind of person are you? Do you act a, like I'm like, OK, this is interesting. It really is getting in the psychology 
of uh of stuff do you play sports or follow any other structured activity routine growing up oh wow it gets into your like childhood habits see that's how you do it uh, as a man in your fifties, mm. your environment plays a major role in your ability to lose weight, which best describes the area you live. Interesting. I guess I'm a major city. Although You're it feels into suburban. it. Yeah. No, this is interesting. This is interesting. I like it. This is a good one. Um, and, and honestly, I think this goes with the frugality because it's people having time to think about themselves, Right. Whereas frugality right. was having time to think about what they have on hand, not themselves. But this is, I have more time to, to think about stuff because I'm not in a car driving to and from work. Yeah, that's true. Also, just even as you're saying it, I can imagine people be, I mean, of course, people are into it because it's like the BuzzFeed quid, quiz of workout and nutrition apps. And maybe it actually works. But the idea that it's so customized because we love a customized. Yeah. We love tailored, that tailored. Well, because now we have more tools to to customize easier, right? Because you can, I can just go online while I'm talking to you and go boop 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 boop. Um, mm-hmm. The question is: Is there enough actual information to customize? Right. Right. Like right. these are great questions. I don't know what the science is on how to match that stuff up. So. That's interesting. I like uh-huh. the idea, though, that it's not just a fad of like, don't eat any carbs. It's like, let's actually figure out what's healthy for you and maybe customize a diet. So I've, in principle, I think it's the right way to go. You're going to try it. You're going to be like one of the Noom people. There Noom. are so many of them. Noom. It's okay. Don't be Noom. ashamed. They're everywhere. Noom. Noom is just moon backwards. Is that on purpose? Oh, look at you. I don't really know, but yeah. clever. Uh, you know who else is clever, Molly? <laughs> I do. <laughs> All right. You, think so you smart? guys, yes! our listeners. You're right. <laughs> uh, we got lots of feedback from you smart people. Uh, Bree weighs in on the melatonin thingness, says, hey, Tom and Molly, I work in the vitamin section of a drugstore here in Calgary. So when I heard you guys bring up the sudden boom of people using melatonin, I had to jump in. It is absolutely a thing. Not nice. only is it melatonin, but people have been buying vitamin C, D, and zinc in masses as well. Those are all immune boosters, so that makes sense. I'll stock yep. the shelves on any order, day, and 24 hours later, it's all out. Thanks, as always, for being a beacon of light at the end of a week and for the real episode that was 115 instead of just brushing past the issues. Thank you, Bree. I appreciate that. Thanks. Uh, yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, I've noticed that, too, but no one seems to have discovered uh, my... uh, weirdly secret thing yet which is the black elderberry (laughs) i mean it's still popular but it's not sold out so i'm like Ah, uh uh-huh don't don't cut that out of the episode (laughs) i know right totally (laughs) um and and now according to producer rich and yes now we enter into the fordo section of the feedback so we could be here a minute fordo Fordo is catching up on the hottest thing from our early quarantine days. And she uh, says, you laughed, Molly, and asked Tom if the Netflix show Tiger King was based on a podcast. And Tom said, no, but it is. <gasps> yep. She said, I'm shelter in place with my nephew and he couldn't get to sleep one night back in March. He loves, loves, loves cats. So I did a search for cat podcasts, not paying super close attention. And I put that on for him to fall asleep to. A few minutes in, he called me into his bedroom to tell me that he thought, um, I think this might be inappropriate <laughs> for me to listen to. <laughs> bad caregiver, she says, bad. But I haven't heard one other person talk about or even reference these podcasts, so they clearly were never a thing. All right. Good to know. Yeah. 
Thank you, Fordo. Uh, Fordo also is apparently writing our shout outs <laughs> now, uh, writing, does anyone else write in about Louis St. Amour? That is a great name because I, know, I hear it I so often at the end of every single podcast. It's now so familiar to me. That guy would be the norm of any virtual gathering. If I ever go <laughs> undercover for the CIA, I'm going to ask if I can use Louise St. Amour as my alias. I mean, it's not as good as Louis St. Amour, but I'll take it. I mean, it's a great name, right? <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. In case you, like me, were imagining Fordo's voice as Tom was reading that email, uh, wish no more because we have a voicemail. The first of two. Okay, Tom, this isn't even I'm not even calling about one of the things that you guys were talking about. Um, You used a word. And I've been mispronouncing it, but I don't think I've ever spoken it. So it's one of those words that I only pronounce in my head when I'm reading it. I thought, (laughs) oh my God, I feel like the village idiot. I thought it was presage, (laughs) but it's presage. That's how you pronounced it, presage. So I immediately pressed pause um, and went and listened to the pronunciation online. And sure enough, of course, it's presage. I feel like an idiot. The other word, it reminded me that's like that. Um, but I have a feeling you both <laughs> probably pronounce it correctly. I never said it out loud because I had a feeling I was mispronouncing it in my head. But I don't know anyone who really ever uses this word, indefatigable. But I remember once, like 20 years <laughs> ago, Kathy Lee Gifford said indefatigable on live with Regis and Kathy Lee. And I thought, "Mm, you know what? That's how I say it in my head, but there's a reason I keep it in my head, Kathy Lee. Mm -mm, I think you just sounded like an idiot on national TV. So, and then at some point after that, I found out that in fact it was indefatigable and I had been mispronouncing it in my head, but at least I knew I was mispronouncing it in my head and I never dared say it out loud. Um, Okay, that was the first thing for you guys. I guess I won't even send an email now, I guess, since I'm already um, committed to this voicemail, whatever. this what, what is this? I don't know. This voice recording? Molly, I don't know how we're not roommates. Because my nephew's 14th birthday is on Friday. I got him an Oculus West. Mm-hmm. And I'm also in the market for a new couch. So I was really happy to hear you say, talk about the spruce, which I've also noticed is a thing. I'm like, where, where was this? This is like everywhere all of a sudden. Um, yeah. And so I was totally psyched. I have the page up now to look at the eight best couches of 2020. But um, so not only do we have the same interests, but if we were roommates, we could save money. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we could save money. I bet there are other major purchases that... Maybe we both would like to purchase. Maybe if we were roommates, we'd only do it once. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Signing off. Bye, you guys. Now, there's one of you, at least, out there that's feeling pretty smug right now because you're like, oh, Fordo uh, talked about mispronunciations, but then uh, said something a little weird at the end there. Well, oh, no. Fordo has another voicemail. Yeah, Fordo's on Okay, it. funnily Fordo's enough, I just mispronounced something <laughs> when I just sent you that um, voice recording, that first voice recording. I said it was the Oculus West. I know that it's the Oculus Quest, but my nephew and I pronounce it the Oculus West because I'm teaching him some French, and that big Q looks like the O in the French for West. So we just call it the Oculus West. But I realize if you don't know that, and nobody really knows that except um, (laughs) my nephew and me, then you're going to think, 
Oh, Fordo, it's not the Oculus West. Oh, Fordo, that's too bad. You just, you got something else wrong. So, <laughs> just, um, hashtag on this one, not an idiot. And I, but I do realize that, um, I wasn't thinking when I sent that to you because, of course, you don't know that that's what we call it. But I meant the quest, but in my house, we just call it the Oculus West. <laughs> okay, bye. Fordo's the best. I mean, don't you believe that Fordo could like, bring peace and unity to the world. Like (laughs) I just, we need to be able to bottle this and make it an antidote to Mm -hmm. all that ails us. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So great. Because I was the, I was the person who listened to the first one and went, Oh, Fordo, you said, I did too. I was like, Oh, and then I listened to the next voicemail because it came right after that in the emails. It was like, Oh, I know what you're thinking, but I know what you're thinking, but there's a reason. It's because we're learning French. Oh my gosh. Oh my That's God. so good. And those of you who are joining us like late in our career together will know <laughs> that it used to be a thing back on Buzz Out Loud that I would always joke that Fordo and I were going to become roommates. <laughs> and by our career together, of course, Molly means me, Molly, and Fordo. <laughs> yes. I, that's exactly what I mean. Yep. Yeah. Because we've been basically tri hosts <laughs> yes. all this time. <laughs> our last email comes from Luke M and says, Hi, gang. I just wanted to say thank you for the way you've handled the current racial tension on your podcast, Molly, Tom, and Rich. I loved the handling on It's a Thing and had to pause the DTNS listening session to gather my feelings more than once. As much as there's a desire to escape the news at this moment, it's vital that we don't let people tune out. And that's why I appreciate your work to keep it in folks' ears. If you have time, I hope you'll consider reading this essay my wife put together for KPCC LAist, APM Solidarity Molly, on Mm -hmm. being a black journalist from a law enforcement family who married somebody as pasty as me. Again, plenty are looking for an easy way to escape the news, and I thank you both for keeping the light on the vital issue of racial injustice. Love the show, Luke M. And then there's a link to LAist.com we'll have in the show notes uh, where you can read this article, which is fantastic. Thanks for sending it, Luke. Yeah, it is a really, it is remarkable. And I actually saw it on LAist. I think that was, it was being passed around in our internal Slack and it is incredible. She, it, it's called Conflicted, a black journalist reckoning with her race, family and police brutality because she grew up in a police family mm-hmm. as well. Um, thank you. By the way, we really got, we got very kind and supportive emails because it was a departure last week and, and, we know that, but also it was a necessary one. And I think everybody, it, it's a lot <laughs> yep. and everyone's having a lot of feelings. And so like, thanks for rolling with us on that journey because it's just every, every minute is different in the emotion department these yeah. days, I think. For sure. For sure. So yeah, uh, 100% seconded. Uh, thank, thank you for listening. Uh, as, as I, as I've been saying, cause that's, that's as important. It's important to talk, but it's also important to listen. Yeah. Uh, hey, let's uh, bring things back to the frivolous side, shall we? <laughs> you mean the awesome side? Yes, I do. Uh, it's time for the shout outs. And this week's shout outs, as created by our producer Rich, are based on pro wrestler nicknames. Oh my God. I'm so excited right now. Uh, thank you to Mr. 200% Andrew. Brad, the ninth wonder of the world, Sparks. The Glamazon, Eric Duncan. The Canadian crime spree, Esther Pena. <laughs> the all-American American, Gabrielle Cohen. <laughs> the fallen angel, Jake Woods. 
the Tuesday Night Delight, Louis Santamore. The sensation of innovation, the show, Sugar, and also known as IBM, <laughs> Insane Bump Machine, Mike Akins. Akins. Akins, 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 Akins. Oh my God. The greatest. I mean, I'm just saying, I hope it is worth it to those of you who support the show at the shout out level because, frankly, I'm tempted to do it myself. <laughs> These are amazing. Uh, sneak peek. I think I may know what has inspired producer Rich uh, on the wrestling theme this week because he is also uh, helping us produce the Current Geek Chronicles uh, series that is coming later this summer. One of the episodes is about wrestling. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I'm definitely there for that re- for that episode on every level. Oh, Did yeah. you guys see that? Uh, <laughs> in hated wrestlers who are also awesome, that John Cena like joined the BTS, the call to match the BTS million dollar donation for Black Lives Matter. Because oh why no, not? I didn't see that. That's great. like why would not? Why would John Cena not go full K-pop stan? Why not? He did. <laughs> he did. He did. Ba, ba, da, it's a wonderful ba. world. I bring it up mainly to be like for two days ever since we read it. You know, we've just constantly been going like. Well, also, uh, there were some text messages flying around uh, between me, Rich and Molly about uh, everyone finally noticing the K-pop stands, you know, such as the BBC. Welcome to the world, everyone. An article on uh, movie nights with outdoor projectors. Welcome to the party. That Um, happened. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. We were like, uh good one, guys. Good. Mine's already got rain damage. No, I'm just kidding. I haven't said it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's like, by the time you guys got around to it, I will already have retired right. it. And yeah. You're like, I'm, this, I'm on my third one. Thanks for on to the next thing. Inflatable hot tubs. I just learned that that's a thing, by the way, that exists. Oh, my gosh. Inflatable hot tubs. <laughs> that's not frugality. You can frugality. just get a, like, a pop-up one. <laughs> I don't know if that's good. I need to do some research on that before I buy an uninflatable hot tub. Then I was down the rabbit. Then I was looking on the internet. There are fire powered <laughs> ones. Like you can literally build a hot tub that is that is heated with a big, huge fire. Inflatable one with fire doesn't. No, sound right no, to no, me. no, no. It's more like a just some sort of a tub or whatever. And then you just then you build a giant ass oh, fire. That's also that's and also then you called, use it to heat water. Uh, you, you being cooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the fire yeah. is like a little bit far away this yeah, feels like, like a looney tune sketch in the making yeah <laughs> it really is it's not a good idea or as uh richard just said it's a pool with a sous vide <laughs> <laughs> sous vide human that's exactly what it is uh thank you everyone thank you for listening to it's a thing for giving us an outlet for fun and enjoyment of each other's company and your company every week it's like kind of our favorite time of the week you can become a member of it's a thing and get access to our discord where you can uh, correct us in real time and offer (laughs) advice encouragement and drink ideas all of that uh comes through patreon.com slash it's a thing you can also email us your things keep them coming folks thanks for these feedback at it's a thing dot me talk to you next time bye Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.